You want to record now? Yeah. You want to? That's what I'm doing. All right. We're just jumping in. We're just jumping in. Like or half throttle. So it's like uh, it's like the first day the pool opens, but it's not necessarily hot enough. You're like, that water's gonna be cold as shit. Fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna enjoy it. it. Yeah. It's I'm not like, gonna. We don't. We don't just dip the the, the feet in the water. We just it, jump right it's in. It's as if they made a sequel to Lake Placid. Seriously? I think it's three movies now. Why? I don't know. You crossover with Sharknado yet? God, we can only hope so, right? <laughs> like, that would be amazing. <laughs> I have not even watched Sharknado. It's a, it's a plastic cane. Plastic cane? It's a placid hurricane. Mm, I don't know if I can deal with that. A giant fucking crocodile with sharks no, in it? No, I think it would just be a lot of Betty Whites. Betty, is Betty White in Sharknado? She's, no, she's in, like, Placid. Like, she, I don't know. I never saw I this shit. She, she fed her dead ex-husband or something. To, oh, that's right. I remember her in the preview now for that movie. Is it a crocodile or an alligator? Uh, where was it at? Where was where did it take place? Somewhere in the south? Wherever Bill Pullman could be sheriff. Is it Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton? I get those two confused. It's Pullman. It's Pullman. So, Independence Day? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Or Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Yes, way yep. better reference for Spaceballs. And he had Oliver Platt in Lake Placid. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good catch Which is, for a shitty movie. Yeah, it's kind of like a sweatier uh, uh, John Candy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say Lake Placid is Spaceballs 2. <laughs> Rick Moranis is the... The the crocagator or whatever we're gonna call it. So what's the Schwartz then? Is the is the water the living water the Schwartz? Is yes. that what it is? Okay. It takes place on Dagobah. What? Or or Earth as we now know it. So yeah. Is, does that make Betty White Pizza the Hut? It, it's like a Battlestar Galactica thing mm. where they've all been reincarnated in ah, present day. Gotcha. That's exactly. Did I just ruin Battlestar Galactica? You for did because I have no clue what the hell was going on. And now I. I was, I was like, maybe one day I'll get around to watching this. And you know I'm good. Don't, don't. You know the thing, the, the, the one thing I did like about the Battlestar Galactica, from never seeing anything from it, um, the last season, the the cover of the box set is, uh, it's got the main girl in, I can never think of what Six? It is. Sure. And uh, they make it look like The Last Supper. Like everybody's sitting around a table and it's oh, like yeah. specifically, and like when I first saw that, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but that shit's awesome actually yeah. right there. It looked really cool. I... Uh, I wish I could go back in, in, in time and tell me, whenever you see uh, Edward James almost rubbing his ship and crying, stop yeah. watching. Is it go downhill after yeah. that? How many seasons? How far were you into that? Because there's only like that, four or five seasons, I think right? That, that's the last season. Oh, so the very last season? Just yeah. like, just you're like, you know, the first four were good. Just, uh, it, just it, it falls apart. Yeah. In my opinion. 
I got you. So, uh, in case you guys haven't wondered yet, um, is this the break-ins still? No, no, we don't do the break-ins now. Which one is this? This is the, the one in front. Uh, Fat Man on Batman? Is that Fat Man no, on no, Batman? No, 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 no. This may be... Uh, Nerdist. We're Nerdist. Is it? We haven't been bought out yet. No. God, Chris Hardware, please just buy this <laughs> shit and give us money, man. Uh, we will no. do it more consistently. This is Collected Issues, folks. Yes. Uh, we are on episode 20. Maybe it's like we had a big season break, you know, it, a lot of a season break actually. It's it we're we're Game of Thrones, but not nearly as cool and trendy, I guess. It's like Game of Thrones meets Frasier. I could live with that, you know. <laughs> you may you reference Frasier, and I'm pretty good. I'm like it's like if I'm anything, you could say this is a pilot turd meets Frasier, and I'm like okay, I can get yeah. down with that. Any comparison to Frasier, I'm okay. The older I get, the more Frasier I like. Exactly. And I, it's, I think it's just because of that, that cast is outstanding in that show. Yes. I, I mean, it's just... Kelsey Grammer is just... It, he's kind of a personal hero of mine. He's like he's one of those actors who I thought has always been consistent. I have not seen Expendables 3. Is he? <laughs> I forgot he was in Expendables 3. Like, why the fuck is he in it? He was like, they're like, we're going to give you a lot of money to be in it. It's like, it's a war movie? Does that seem like it's something to do? Did you see the paycheck, Kelsey? You know, I'll go ahead and be I, in it. I think more like they, they put out just an open casting call for all former action heroes. And he's like, I could do that. Kelsey Grammer's like, I was in Down Periscope, so that kind of counts, right? <laughs> oh my God. I I remember, I saw that in the theater. I love Down Periscope. That is a funny movie. William H. Macy's in that movie. That's uh, Toby a, Huss. It, that is a great movie. That is a really I, I we Liz and I watched that I think uh spring. We we were doing some cleaning up in our bedroom and we we're like uh, I had Netflix up there and I said, We're gonna watch Down Periscope and she's like, Okay and we watched she's like, I forgot how funny this movie is. <laughs> when I was in high school, um you know there's the one guy's name's Nitro, he's like, But I've been yeah. working on a nickname. What do you gonna think about it? Mike. I had a couple friends that whenever they would see me, they're like, Oh look, it's Mike. <laughs> so that was that was my nickname to a couple. People. Your nickname was your name. Was my name, but exaggerated. Ah. Um. So yeah, it's been a long time. A lot's happened since we last recorded because it was a Thanksgiving. I think before Thanksgiving, it? it's been a long time. Wow. We uh, we went to a new year. Yeah. Uh, We're both still at our jobs. We both are still at our jobs. Um. Some stuff happened in my life. Uh, my, my grandmother passed away in April, and oh. then I wrecked my car, totaled it actually. I got a new car, and then my eyes said, "Hey, you know it'd be cool. I'm gonna bleed. I'm, my eyes gonna bleed." So uh, we've had some stuff going on. I, I had an uncle that yeah, passed away. Exactly. My, my wife totaled her car. Yes, she did. She got a new car, and uh, a woman at the license bureau told me I had gray hair. Yep. We're pretty much on par for each other right I now. Think, I think it all, it all balances. It kind of does yeah. balance it out. <laughs> 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 so we we've had um like I mean I I literally haven't been to did we talk about Big Hero Six last time like did I had I had I actually watched it according long? to me going back and just reading the titles yeah. of our last three podcasts yes we had talked about Big Hero Six well because I saw it in January and I don't think we podcasted all this year so we, we must have been just talking about the we, movie we haven't right? talked about Guardians of the Galaxy in a while we haven't <laughs> there is Volume Two coming there's out there's an today. animated series coming out <laughs> yes that looks like poop. Really, I just I, I hate the Marvel animated style. Yeah, uh, I I don't like the like the 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 look of the Avengers cartoon currently. Right. I don't like the look of the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. I think it's just, the Hulk. It's, uh, the, it's just boring. well, the Hulk was canceled. Oh, Agent uh, Hulk Agent Smash. I believe it's being replaced with Guardians <coughs> of the Galaxy. Uh, I just I don't like their the their animated style. Um, their shared universe style. 
It's just boring to me. I think Ethan's just excited about it because he can get more Rocket and Groot. Yeah. And he, that's what he likes. So, I mean, we'll probably watch some of it, but I don't know if it'll... I'll, I'll, I didn't even really see much of the preview, so I don't know. I'll check it out probably, but... I don't think they've put out like a full trailer for it yet. I think it's just a We have a the Watch Disney shots. app, and they have like a... Kind of like a two-minute buffer, like it, why, why it's loading up, and it, it'll show... Like, they, they still use the uh, Hooked on a Feeling song. <laughs> so, I guess it's kind of cool that they're at least sticking with the James Gunn more so, not the Brian Michael Bendis one, which is, yeah. thank God. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this till we're blue in the face, but it's been about a year, so we can talk about it yeah. again. <laughs> Iron Man in space. And yeah, exactly. Rocket going around saying, I murdered you, I murdered you. Yeah. Uh, murder your face, murder your face, yeah. yeah. That's probably not the best for the children. No. Um, and you say you guys are watching Star Wars Rebels? Yes. Do you like that? Uh, yeah. I've watched um, a couple of the episodes, and every time I, uh, Ethan, like, has a game on his tablet, he's like, I love this game. I say, cool, you want to watch the show? Because they have all of them on the Watch Disney XD app. And he was like, not today. Hmm. I've been trying for a month. Wow. <laughs> so, but, uh, because I'm like, it's like 13 episodes and two movies. I'm like, we can catch up, we can catch up. No, he doesn't want to. When does, when does season, season two? Is September. Next September. month. Yeah, right? so yeah. hopefully, I have plenty of time to get caught up. Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to that. I, very... I'm not excited about them bringing in Darth Vader full-time. Is he full-time? Is that what it is? I, I think he, he's the big bad in season two. And, and Ahsoka, I think, has a big part in it, yep. too. I do like the character Ahsoka, but I don't want to see like a, a constant love-hate relationship between Darth Vader and Ahsoka all season. So I guess we'll, well see. I, so, Star Wars Rebels, the main characters are the Rebels. Yeah. And you're going to bring in Darth Vader, who is the biggest bad guy in the universe, right? Yes. Like, and should be just lurking in the background, yeah. not always at the front. Yeah. Because he's not going to stop the Rebels. Right. And the Rebels aren't going to stop him. Right, because it's like... Because we know what happens after this story. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I had the, I was listening to a conversation with uh, Ryan Meltzer. Who, big, uh, I'm a big fan of that guy. Brad? Brad Brian Meltzer. Brian Michael Bendis, Brad Meltzer. Oh, okay. Two different That's people. A- Brad Meltzer... Way better writer, I'm going to say it, than it's Brian. It's Brad Meltzer's brother, Yes, Brian Meltzer. <laughs> he, he owns a sub shop in Cleveland. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> you should just roll with it. It's okay. He's I, got an amazing podcast I believe of, you. about pastrami. Oh, man. I love me some pastrami, too. Um, no, he was talking about how he showed his kids uh, Star Wars, but he started with the original movies. Yeah. And I remember specifically having, I think we had a live debate about this with Justin, about like watching the movies. And I said, I will show Ethan... Four, five, and six, and then one, two, and three. Yeah. Because um, if you watch them in the chronological, not, not chronological, if you watch them in title order, one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. the Darth Vader reveal is ruined. That and the whole Yoda conversation uh, about Princess Leia, it, like, there are so many good emotional beats from the original series that will be completely worthless. Yeah. In the if you watch the first three movies, and you know people can say, well, I have more sympathy for Darth Vader and this, that, or the other, but like that's not the way it's intended. I, I, I'd almost be okay if they went back and says, this is actually one, two, and three. This is four, five, and six. Bring the prequels after the original trilogy, and yeah. then whatever. It's just, but Ethan, honestly, um, he doesn't even want to watch the prequels anymore. He used to like to watch the prequels a lot. He loves the Clone Troopers. Um, he likes the Jedi. Uh, the, the part where Anakin kills the younglings, which I think is the most pointless part of the movie, he, he like literally cries. Like he loses his, his all emotional thought. Wow. Because, and we had, and this is the th- part where I think he was like four or five and we had to explain like, this is just a movie, buddy. I was like, no kids actually died in this or like, like you have to explain it to it. And I'm like, thinking about it, I'm like, 
that is really fucking dark. Like, it's really dark, and for no reason whatsoever. You're telling me amongst everything, they're like, kill all the Jedis. But these kids who haven't even been fully trained and barely grasped the Force, you know, you could let them go. Couldn't they, couldn't they have turned them evil? There's only two with the Sith, though. You know, you can't do that. You're just going to kill them later on then, right? Whatever. How uh, many Jedi were there? Like 50, 80, 100? Uh, like it seemed like a thousand, And right? there's only allowed to be two Sith? Yeah, no. That makes no sense. Uh, so, I mean, I still kind of like some of the prequel stuff, but I, regardless, it's just, I, I, I will go 4, 5, and 6, 1, 2, 3 all day long. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's 4, 5, and 6. And now, then, how, how excited are you for uh, the next three? Pretty excited, uh, especially the next one. And I'll tell you the thing that really got me over the hump with what how I was feeling about the new one. And like I've seen some of the trailers, and you know you're getting vague descriptions at best and everything. And um, I'm just kind of like, well, what? I'm probably going to watch it re- regardless, anyways. It's and I'll probably take Liz and Ethan, and I'll probably take my mom because that's three generations of Star Wars fans right there. It'll be a little bit of an emotional moment too, you know. But the Comic Con, they showed a bes- behind the scenes. Uh, thing about like with it's about a four minute video. It's on the Star Wars app if you have that, or if it's a, it's on YouTube as well. And it says 2015 Comic Con behind the scenes. It's four minutes of showing how they were just doing stuff. It's got Mark Hamill talking, some of the new characters, some of the uh, uh, producers and stuff on there. They're using so many practical effects on this movie. Like they show them in the Millennium Falcon, and you see the gun turret thing. Going around behind a blue black drop or uh, backdrop and everything yeah. with like lights all over it, and then uh, people dressed like droids and and characters, and you're like, and like I showed it to my mom, and my mom like she got a tear. She's like, I feel like a kid again. Like she's like, this is Star Wars. This yeah. is what Star Wars is. It's it, it it's like, you know, there's gonna be CGI, but it's like, how do you use CGI? necessarily and not for everything the CGI should be there to enhance something. yes exactly so it's like there should be no full CGI character without knowing anything about like the real premise of the movie and everything and you know whatever about the the, the three bladed lightsaber you know people are like that's the stupid I don't care like that's it's just a lightsaber it's it's gonna make a cool toy probably yeah but just as a fan like I've probably been more excited about this movie than I've had with any of the other three movies I, I just think it's just it looks like a return to form. And I'm not saying they're probably just going to recycle the first three, but if you had to follow a premise, wouldn't you rather follow the original three than the prequels, yeah. right? Because clearly that's what pe- – people want to see the same three movies, kind of. That's yeah. what they want. But if you give them a feeling of those three movies, not recycle the story of those three movies, but if you give them a feeling and a sense of this is a real continuation of the characters that everybody have been wanting to see for over 30 years – that's that's kind of a good have, moment. Have we seen a good guy with a lightsaber yet? They show Luke, but I don't think he has the lightsaber. But he's got the cloak on. He's next to R two and everything. He's, he's got, got the beard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is really cool. I, I, I'm kind of excited. Like he's going for the Ben Kenobi look. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I think they did that in the uh, the Dark Horse comics. I always thought that was kind of a a nice little touch. Um, because that's more of a father figure for a brief moment than. Anakin ever was, you know what right. I mean? He's not going to grow up to be like Uncle Ben. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's the rice, right? <laughs> um, but no, uh, and then I just saw they announced the ninth director, too, the other day. Who's that? I could not tell you. I I'm just, really excited about the eighth one. I, I know. I like, you, I like Ryan Johnson. Yes, I was going to say, I knew you'd be excited. And I know Ryan Johnson purposely said, and I almost, I'm, I'm willing to bet donuts to dollars that... When Ryan Johnson came out and said what he said, that J.J. Abrams was like, 
Let's let's think about how we're going to do this differently then. Because Ryan Johnson specifically said, because they announced him, I think not too long after J.J. Abrams was announced, that he said, I'm going to do little to no CGI in this movie. He's like, I'm, if I can get it done with a practical effect, yeah. he's like, I'm going to do it. And people were just like, yeah. thank you. Yep. Thank you. Do not fall on the crutch that is a traditionalist. CGI. And like, I'm, look, I'm not saying everything CGI is bad. I'm just saying that... Use a little ingenuity in your life, or you know, be a little creative. Well, you should never end a shot or a scene. You should never end a day by saying, "Oh, we can fix that in post." And that's kind of what George Lucas went on, and and I understand to a degree. I will admit, I'm sort of a Lucas apologist. That I I understand that he's seen movies literally, or his sets literally destroyed year after year that he's made these movies. I mean, like. When they, when they shot the original one, they had one of the worst sandstorms that's ever been in that area, and they lost so many props and everything. And he's funding this stuff mostly by himself. Yeah. Empire, they get the worst snowstorm when they're filming the Haas sequence, and they lose all this stuff. They, when they go back to do Phantom Menace, the very first time they set up all the Tatooine stuff, completely gets wiped out from another awful sandstorm. So when you see that much money get flushed down the toilet, you probably are just like, this is a bad sign. Let's just fix it. And, you know, we'll do a lot of post stuff. You know what I mean? And well, I like that the younger talking- directors are like... Let, let's take that chance. Yeah. Let's do that chance. What you're talking about is equipment. What what my issue is is characters. Oh yes. Oh, like all the uh, all the second and third characters. And yeah. yeah. Random no. animals running around, and was it Watu, the little flying guy? Watu, yeah. The force or whatever. Yep. I a CGI character in live action is always distracting for me. Yeah. CGI is fine. I mean, uh, the Clone uh, Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, fine because it's 100 percent CGI. Right. You Big Hero 6. It's 100%. Yeah. You, you can't take CGI and put it in the real world and tell me, believe this. It's real. Now, you can use CGI elements to enhance real world actors. You know, elongate right. this, replace that, stretch that. That's fine. But 100% CGI character, always distract. How do you feel? Now, it's not technically CGI, but how do you feel about Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Because the way the universe was presented. Okay. I, because they're saying... Cartoons exist in the real world. Yes. You you can have, like, yes. Okay, I can see yeah. that then. Yeah. Thanks. If there was a CJ character in Star Wars and they're like, oh, you know, and he's from, like, the seventh dimension and our eyes can't perceive. Right. Blah, blah, blah. If there's something like that. Or, hell, like, you know, the way uh, Predator always had that, like, shimmer whenever he was in yeah. stealth mode or something. If, if you explain to me why something looks unnatural, you I'll, can I'll think, accept it. Right. But don't just... Throw in uh, everything CGI. Just yeah, and be like, can... "Well, this is just the way it is." Like, no, you. When you think about it, when you, when the when you're on set and there's literally just like thirty people walking around with light bulbs attached to them, yeah. that is that'd be kind of weird to do. Well, I always think back to uh, the Avengers and the way they handled the Chitari. Seeing the behind the scenes pictures, it was just a bunch of guys in gray suits with X's drawn all over them. Kind of like. Uh... But then you you see the Chitari in the movie, and you're like, "Well, why'd you do that?" They're perfectly proportioned to humans. Right. Why? Could you not just make costumes? Yeah, make, make make a suit. Is that one of your problems with the Avengers movie then? Just it's, it's not a... If I'd never seen the behind-the-scenes pictures, I'd have been like, oh, okay, it's a guy in a suit. Because they didn't do anything, in my opinion, that required CGI. Right. The only the only thing I can think of is they didn't have a design locked, for them, uh, locked down for them yet. Maybe they were hoping to just say scrolls. Right. So they're like, well, you know, we don't know whether to make them green or gray or yellow or pink. Or, right. So we'll just do it. After the fact. We'll let the lawyer sort it out. Okay. Gotcha. But that's irritating. It is. 
So the only I, thing CGI should be things that can't be built and things that cannot exist. And that's and that's where you see a good blend in Hellboy, like the Hellboy films. There's a very yeah. good blend of and I think the CGI is used to augment something. Yes, Del Toro does a good job for that. And it's like, well, Hellboy needs to fight this Cthulhu style monster or whatever like that. It's not really done practically. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in the Golden Army, some of the a lot of the Golden Army was a lot of Guys in big suits and everything, and you know, and when you have to do, and you know, every now and then you go go for the big money action shot, and you're like, we can spice this up just yeah. a little bit more in CG. So you remember uh, in in the second one, in, in the Golden Army, the giant plant creature? Yeah, that was beautiful. Yes, that was gorgeous. That whole sequence is actually one of my favorite parts of that movie because it's just that realization of Hellboy, like I have to kill this to save these people, but why am I saving these people too? Yeah. Like you know, like it was. It, it's it's a very touching moment. That Prince of the Elf said it's the last of his kind. Yep, yeah, and it's like you're you're killing. Yeah, the, the last world of his will never know this wonder again. Yeah, it it's very sad and very beautiful at the same time. It was yeah. great because it's like uh, the plant died and then like stuff starts growing all around and then yep. it dies. And you're just like from its blood. Wow, that is awful. Like <laughs> it was pretty awful. And that's Del Toro, man. He is he is a good dude at doing that. Why is he not doing a Star Wars movie? Uh, I don't know, but why is he not doing a Star Trek movie? Ooh. Trek's getting no love. Abrams washed his hands and walked away from that and said, thanks for helping me pad my resume. Now I get to do Star Wars. I don't, he did two Star Trek movies. One I know. pretty good one. And they then... need to bring in a big gun for the third one. I, I think they're still up in the air over who's going to be the director. Oh, no, no, no. It was a Fast and Furious guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Wasn't yeah. he announced yet? Yeah. So I don't know how you feel about that. but he's good I, at, I have no idea. He's good at handing uh, a diverse crew, so I guess there is yeah. that element that he's... Have you seen the uh, the videos of the crew asking for you to donate money to charity and all that? Huh. And uh, it, Idris Alba just shows up. Nice. And they're like, thanks thanks for making it here, Idris. You know, good to see you. And he's like, hey, no problem. And they just keep going on, you know. That's funny. Asking for people to donate money to this charity, and, you know, by donating money, uh, you, you could, you know, get a walk-on to the next film. Oh, that's really cool. I'm I like, And I guess Simon Pegg's writing the script for it. That's okay. I'm really hoping that... Speaking of people swapping films, Simon Pegg is also in Star Wars. Doing he, what? Uh, he's just a character in the behind the scenes. Or like, a, like he's a guy in a costume. Okay. Like, and I think uh, his relationship with J.J. Abrams after doing Star Trek, he's just like, look, I don't want a major part. But just, well, in uh, Mission Impossible, was he's he like, in Mission Impossible? Oh, yeah, he was. He's like, can I, can I just please be in this movie? Just, just one. I just want to yeah. be in it. Just a bit. I'd like to see him and Nick Frost, just some droids. Yeah, well, they... Do you, you saw their old film where they... Uh, they did a. I think uh, Edgar Wright might even do it. They were supposedly doing a shot-for-shot shot remake of the original Star Wars. Uh, Dick Frost and, <laughs> and uh, Simon Pegg, and uh, it's just them arguing the entire time while they're just wow. like, yeah walking out in the desert and they're trying to do. Uh, it's just really funny. He's because he's, he's trying to tell Nick Frost. He's like, no, it's a series of hums and whistles. You shouldn't be talking or something <laughs> like that. It's a it's a pretty funny bit. It might have been on Funny or Die, I think, but it's it's pretty good. Um, so this has been fun, just kind of chatting. Yeah, we, 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 we this is stuff it's, that I'm. It's about twenty two minutes. Yeah, the, I, I'll tell you what. Um, between Star Wars and December and the new Bond film in November, like those are the the next. I don't even know what's going on in between right now because like it's like the end of the year is the only thing I'm looking forward to right now. Yeah. I'm like I want I, I can't wait for the new Bond film. I'm so excited for this new. I'm one. still excited about Fantastic Four. I'm going to see it tomorrow. Are you really? Yeah. Man, me and, uh, me and Sean Bourne are going to go see it tomorrow. Well, good. You uh, please six twenty. Please <laughs> let me know how it is. I was really bummed to hear like when somebody says the movie has a lower rating than Batman and Robin, I have to raise an eyebrow of like, can it be that bad? Yeah, I, and people have said that 
for the most part, even though it's probably not a great movie or even a good movie, that people are being a little too critical of yeah. it. Well, I think back to uh, when X-Men 3 came out. Yeah. And everyone said that was awful. Yes. Eventually I saw it. I had really low expectations. Right. It was okay. It was not as bad as everyone said. I think Fantastic Four, I, and I don't know how the stars aligned on this. I think everyone's like, oh, it's not a Marvel movie. Yep. It, it must be a piece of shit. I almost, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But between the whole Johnny Storm being black thing and Marvel actually not having their hands in this movie, I feel like people wanted to not like this movie to begin with. Yeah. Too. They were like, hoping it would fail so that they would go back to Marvel. Right. If they do, I agree with what you had no, sent me I, a message. Uh, uh, last I heard, uh, Fox was like, hey, you know. We're still on board we're, for this. Yeah, we're excited for the sequel. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. God bless them. I'm, yeah. I'm curious. $120 million that they have to make up right now. Yeah. I don't know where they're at on sales. Yeah, I think it only made 20 some first weekend. Um, weird. Green Lantern broke even, man. That's all I'm going to say. And we, we haven't seen that sequel, and we won't. And even they make fun of it in the Deadpool trailer. I'm like, God damn it, seriously? <laughs> so, like, I, Green Lantern is not a good movie, but there are some really cool things in it. I just think the bad guys are really awful. I've only ever seen it on cable. And neither me or Crichton could keep our interest peaked enough to, to watch all of it. There's some fun stuff in it, but it's just it's one of those things where you're just like, there why did you start with Hector Hammond and Parallax? That's just such a weird combination. Yeah. I'm okay with Hector Hammond getting the powers from Parallax because of like whatever the residual energy or whatever. that's I didn't have a problem with that. It was just that he's, you he's not a strong bad guy at all. And he should have been a second bit. He's more scarecrow to Ra's al Ghul than he is like a bit like a major villain, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but um, that's been fun. So uh, we'll definitely be back, and uh, next time Bruce and I will talk uh, some comic books that we have been trying to read, believe it or not. And uh, so um, until that next time, this is Mike. This is Bruce. Thanks for coming by Collected Issues. I do. If one must die to save the ninety-nine. The left is right. We're dead.